Chicago, Michigan. On the football field. We don't want to coach average. I don't want to be around you. Why be around average? We do want to win because winning is the epitome of team effort. Every coach who ever put a whistle around their neck strives to be the head coach at The Ohio State University. Welcome back, everybody, to Buckeye Bar Guys here on Buckeye Bar Talk. I'm Mike. And I'm John. Tonight's day is November or what? Uh, November 20th, 2023, Monday night. Uh, first show of the week. We're going to do two this week, uh, obviously, because we got a big one uh, coming up here on Saturday. So tonight we're going to just... Uh, quickly go through our thoughts with the Minnesota game, put a nice little bow tie on that one and call that a, a week. And then we will uh, actually talk a little bit later after that. Uh, just some of our initial thoughts going into the Michigan game. And then uh, obviously we'll do a, a bigger Michigan show on Friday. So <laughs> this is, it's the big week and it's, you know, it, it always seems like, you know, we get, outside the years, like the couple years that we get Penn state, it's like, we get a kind of a nobody always the, the week before this one. And you always the same thing. You always kind of just wanted to get it over. With. Yeah. It's like they kick off and then you wish you could just hit a fast board. But so, I mean, you know, McCord, uh, they had a good first drive and McCord kind of struggled a little bit through the rest. They have, they, they moved really well. I thought, you know, pretty much, 20 to twenties kind of sputtered out a little bit in the, you know, the red zone. Um, but it is what it is. They looked pretty good at the end of the night against Minnesota. I mean, again, if it wasn't for, uh, a big, a big leg uh, kicker, uh, you know, they would have had a, a shutout for the second week in a row. I mean, that yeah, was, well, what, so, what is that crap with 50 plus yard field goals, man? Yeah. So I'm glad the, the defense is uh, definitely coming into some of their best ball. Um, still quite very impressed the way Trey's been running. I mean, those, those jump cuts. I mean, God, if he's got that going for the Michigan game, uh, see, that's when I like when he's shifty, we always complain at times. He's a little too shifty behind the land of scrimmage when he hits his, he hits his hole and then he can start. And then he finds his spots by, you know, juking people and stuff like that. I love seeing that. Um, and, you know, outside of that, I, the offense was pretty efficient. You know, I mean, Ryan Day, you know, he, he looked like a ghost had taken his uh, soul, you know, after uh, going into halftime, I think of like, what the hell did I just do lining up for a pass that wasn't really needed? And uh, you yeah, held your breath that McCord might have just went down. Yeah, he was he was visibly distraught. Like he needed to go check on his quarterback. He did not want to be a part of that halftime interview. So yeah, yeah, you got you got to be careful with those calls, Ryan, because that was that was totally needless. Like yeah, that was so. a, that was as dumb as it gets. So hopefully he learns from that one. Um, I yeah, I agree with what you say though. You know, McCord had a pretty good game i mean he forced a lot of passes you know i think he was really was trying a little too hard to get the passing game going to be you know, just be hot for the michigan game coming up so there's a lot of throws he tried to force i think he had he had some communication issues also i mean there was one to like fleming that should have been a touchdown there was one to yeah. buka that should have been a touchdown so um, the Cade one might have been tipped. I'm not sure about that, but that was one over the middle in the end zone that 
you know, he couldn't fit in there. So he was just trying really hard to make the perfect pass and it wasn't happening. But what you said about Trey, I mean, the jump cuts, that's like the stuff we've been saying that Trey's kind of been missing. I mean, on that first touchdown, totally waits for G Scott to get into place to be his lead blocker. Bates the linebacker into that gap. And then as soon as G appears, he cuts out the other side and gets to the end zone. So um really impressed with that. Looked, you know, really good. Of course you can't. What, what can you say about that? Uh first touchdown of the second half. I mean, that was just crazy. He is so fast. Yeah. No, that was uh I mean, that was just a just a beautiful run. And, you know, it was a nice way to get the half going and then you know in typical ohio state fashion it's like you know then they just like you know then they get the quick fumble you know and then two plays later there it's like they i mean that's been kind of a thing for years is like they when they they get those quick strikes just they can get so fast on each other just repetitively and you know definitely definitely gonna need that you know would love to see uh a quick barrage like that this week where yeah. you can just maybe get a couple scores real fast and really uh put a lot of pressure on uh on Michigan. Um but so you know again defense I mean you had Tommy out I mean but it sounds like you know and then everybody's full go it seems like outside of ransom gonna be full goal for this week. Um you know Mike Hall confirmed that today at a uh he was at a, um, um, what is it? Uh, giving out food to the needy, yeah, I think. Uh, feed so the needy. Yeah. Yeah. So he, uh, he was doing that and, uh, he <laughs> to a couple of the beat reporters that he should be fine. Um, so, I mean, not a lot more on Minnesota. Like I said, they look good. Defense look they, good. You got to play, you know, depth. You got young guys in again. So, I mean, that's been crucial last two weeks that you've been yeah. able to do that. And I like, like we kind of talked about, we kind of talked about like what it meant to play some better running teams coming down the stretch before Michigan. I liked how they played against the running, how they, I mean, they shut down Minnesota's running game pretty well. Now, mm-hmm. like, and I get it. Michigan's a different beast and all that stuff. But I mean, I was encouraged with that. I thought that they, uh, you know, that that was a, uh, a good showing from the defense and you know now it's got to notch it up a few gears for this week i mean i could be wrong but i don't think you know carrie combs isn't calling the defense i or matt barnes i don't think they can just put seven eight linemen on the field the whole game and just spam run the entire time excuse me come out of there with a win i mean i could be wrong because i didn't think that would ever have been possible against ohio state so yeah (laughs) But I, I I don't see that happening. But yeah, I, I agree. I was happy with how the defense played against the run. I've been happy with how the defense has played. Jordan Hancock still, you know, every every week it's just a revelation of just how good he is. And probably gonna be gone after this year, unfortunately. Um, Cody Simon does great against the run. I mean, him and Steele, they're just kind of like if you could combine them as one player to have Steele's athleticism and space, but Cody's just discipline against the run. I yeah, mean, that'd be and great. I think, what a, I think what a lot of people maybe missed a little bit against Michigan State, and you know they didn't. I mean, I, they didn't run for anything great, but it was like you know they they got a couple, uh, they broke a couple ones here and there. And your Rutgers, the whole second half, you're playing without Proctor and stuff yeah. like that. You definitely noticed, yeah, 
it'd be nice if Ransom was back, but you definitely noticed the difference this past week when at least Proctor's in the game and they can do a couple more things with Sonny down in the box. And so like that was, uh, that was noticeable. So again, I think the best part about, you know, last week's game is just that, you know, we all took a big deep breath when McCord was hobbling, but you know, he ends up being fine. And that was, that was a nasty hit though. I mean, yeah, they're going to come in, you know, Mamo to fryer, you know, in a situation like that, you have to take take the the guy down, take the 10 yard penalty, tackle the dot guy. Like it's fine. Like, you know, we'll live to play another day. (laughs) Right. You kneel, you kneel out the half and you're done, you know, like, yeah, that's, and that's the memo to Ryan day. You know, it's okay there to take the knee. Like, you know, yeah, (laughs) there was, you know, if he would have fumbled it there, I mean, you could have, Minnesota could have been scored a touchdown on that, you know, if they would have, uh, you know, if somebody would have been there to pick it up, if uh, so, you and, know, and you, you know what, we can use that to segue into the next game because that's something you can't afford to happen against Michigan. You no, can't afford no, taking yeah. a sack fumble and them scoring there. Yeah. No. All right. Michigan. So All right. I think we're just, uh, you know, we're not going to spend a lot of time on them tonight. Cause like I said, we're going to do a longer show later in the week. Uh, that's just going to specifically on Michigan and uh, you know, and throw in a couple weekend scores, you know, predictions. So that will be our Friday show. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of just want to like kind of gauge our feelings. So this whole year, you know, basically Michigan opened up the year and granted the schedule is the schedule but they looked absolutely unbeatable for, you know, what, the first two months of the season, nobody could touch this team. Yeah. And so towards the end of October, all the cheating allegations comes out. They go kick Michigan state's butt. We kicked Michigan state's butt. Right. I mean, we, you know, Michigan state is no, I mean, that was a name your score game for both teams. I mean, we easily could have scored a lot more in the second half if we really wanted to, right. I mean, that was obvious thing in there. So not really much you can take from that game, but the Purdue game, you know, I'm not going to say they necessarily struggled, but Purdue held their own for a good chunk of that game. It was 20 to six for a minute in that game. Penn state showed very early in that game that they could take on Michigan's offensive line and they put a lot of pressure on McCarthy and Michigan ends up the whole second half, you know, because Manny Diaz just wanted the blitz, like, you know, nuts from outside angles. Well, they played smart football and took what they were giving them and just played uh smash mouth football you know, up the middle, kind of similar what they did to Ohio state a couple of years ago. It just, they didn't get this. They weren't getting the same bang for, you know, you know, the bang as you know, they were doing against us or against Penn state last year, but they didn't need to do much more, you know, Penn state's offense. I mean, we saw it. It's, yeah. it's stinks. And then last week, I mean, Maryland, there was a point early in the game where you thought, well, Ohio or Michigan's going to blow this team right off the field and they're going to be ready to go for next week. And then it was like, Maryland just kept on each back in the game and getting back in the game. So there's been a little kind of uh knocks on the armor over the last couple of weeks. They've given up some red zone touchdowns, which they hadn't given up pretty much the whole season up to that point. And now that they've played some teams with maybe some pulse, you know, they don't look 
anywhere near as unbeatable as they were. And, you know, then you also got to take in the fact is that they're not getting the same signs that they were getting, uh, you know, all the way up to, you know, when that all got. So, so some of the, you know, and there's been times where Ohio state's been a little iffy on spots this year. I mean, they, there's been very inconsistent in offense on a lot of things. So if this game, let's just say if this game would have been played going into the Penn state week, when you would think about what Michigan was looking like and what necessarily we were looking like, I don't know how it would be going in this week, but right now I'm very confident. And, you know, I know I'm going to go through the whole weeks of emotions and stuff mm-hmm. like this, but you know, I think there's a couple places on our team where I'm really, really nervous. And I think if those places hold up, I like our, t- I like the talent where we have talent compared to where they have talent. And I'm not saying this is going to be a blowout. I don't think this is 2019, 2018 all over again, but I think we can beat them and we can beat them. I think by 10, you know, 10 plus, I think that we have the edges where it matters. As long as, you know, the interior offensive line shows up and t- plays good against our tackles. And as long as McCord stays within himself, like, yeah. you know, I think if, you know, if that happens and McCord's not being very careless with the ball and the offensive line is keeping him fairly clean and they come up with some good scheming of plays to help him out some with some of that stuff, then, you know, I definitely like where our defense is at. I, I like, you know, I liked, but I liked where our defense was at last year going into this game. But in hindsight, I feel a lot better about our corners and safeties this year than I did last year going into the game. And I knew those could be some issues. And I think there's just less chances of issues this year. I don't think JJ McCarthy is going to have as easy pitch and catches as he had on some of those last year. I mean, JJ McCarthy last year, and I, I'm not, you know, I'm not knocking the guy taking anything away. I mean, it is what it is. You know, he had a uh, two seventy yard touchdown passes, two plays in a row or whatever it was, but the one was a simple seven yard out, you know, that he picked up a blitz and I mean, it should have been held for a seven yard gain. And yeah. there was a bad missed tackle and it sprung the guy and no one else was able to recover from it. So, I mean, that was a gift. And then the other one was a double move on a safety that was, an arm punt and the guy came down and got it. And actually they had the same exact play against Maryland and JJ missed the throw on it. So I, I don't know. I'm not saying it's fool's gold. I think JJ is a good quarterback. I think, you know, he's been struggling though the last month getting to the end zone, which is something in itself. And you, who knows if what there is to that and what is it there, but um, I, yeah, I don't see him. I don't know. I, I guess what I'm saying is I, I don't think it was like it wasn't a master class in quarterback last year. And sometimes you like people stop and think that it was. And I mean, it really wasn't because after that, I mean, what other passes do you remember him just like torching Ohio State on? I mean, I, I had a couple beverages, so it's no, it's not all. I don't think, he did. you I know, some of it's funny. kind of fuzzy, but I know we had a couple pass interferences that but yeah. they weren't completed passes like. Yeah, no, I. I definitely, 
those were pretty much it. The other one, yeah. the fullback threw to the tight end, correct? Yeah. Wasn't that a trick yeah. play? Yeah, I think so. And, you know, on the other stuff, I mean, and the difference between last year and the year before that is that we primarily, I know a lot of Buckeye fans, and not just Buckeye fans, a lot of people on the, because it's kind of like the same you get the same thing from the national Well, Michigan bullied them two years in a row. Like Michigan didn't really bully them last year. You know, Ohio state held their own fine against the running game. It's extremely skewed that two bad, uh, you know, back-to-back plays. Yeah. Back-to-back plays where they were just being way over aggressive, basically had almost everybody in the box. And, and yay, if you break the first level in a situation like that, and you got a couple bad angles being taken. Yeah. That's going to the house. I mean, Ohio yeah. State's ran plays like that to the house on people before like that. It happens. Like, yeah, they, so. I mean, they were just selling out way too hard to try to stop the run at that point. I mean, Burke was in, you know, they were in man-to-man coverage and covers, you know, cover zero essentially. And they were take, bringing everyone else that didn't have someone to cover. And I mean, I'm on the play. I mean, Donovan Edwards runs right next to Burke, but Burke's running the opposite way because he's covering a guy. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think, I mean, those, obviously those two runs dramatically skew that whole, I mean, yeah, the whole, all the numbers of the game. Yeah. They were fine up to that point. I mean, they did um, have the first, was it the first drive of the third quarter? Yeah. They, there was a drive where Michigan comes down the field on them yeah. and looks very good and stuff like that. But you know, you're going to have those in this. You're going to have that this week. Like it's, it's going to happen. I mean, it happened against Notre Dame this year. I mean, yeah. it's like, there's going to be a drive or two where, Michigan's able to move the ball and, you know, go right down the field on them and uh, probably on a good series and stuff like that. It's not to have consistent series like, you know, they did in 21, right. You know, consecutively after another, and they didn't really have that last year. Um, you know, so I, I like that. And I think it now it's just built on it. And, and we're, you know, and we're better on defense. I mean, facts are we have a better secondary and we have better players on defense. And so their second year in Jim Knowles' scheme. Yeah. So I think with the, I like where our secondary's at, you know, even with ransom out. Um, and I think, you know, Knowles is definitely much more, has a much better feel for his players. The players mm-hmm. have a much better feel for the defense. And, you know, he's not throwing those crazy blitzes like he did last year, but he's throwing some very impressive blitzes this yes. year. So I think that's the thing is just, you know, the defensive line and when they bring extra guys, they just they need to keep JJ in the pocket and they need to get to him and they need uh you know make him feel it a little bit and yeah. uh you know and outside of that, like I said, I, I like I like where we're at coming into this game. I, I my biggest fears is the interior of the offensive line. Um I think that I think the outside, you know, between Simmons and Fryer, you know, Simmons uh, Simmons has grown on me this year. He's gotten he's much playing better. a lot he, better. He's gotten much better as a year ago. Fryer, he, he he always makes. There's always a one bad one every game. It seems like with him, but Michigan's defensive ends aren't going to pressure him. Like you know, some of the Michigan defensive ends in years past. Yeah, you know, yeah. He's not going up against Aiden Hutchinson this year. So like, I think that's okay. I think he'll do fine. It just, you know, Kyle needs to kind of have his head on a swivel for when that one bust, is. you know, Fryer's always good for that. He doesn't know how to 
you bring an extra guy on that side and fix the wrong guy. Um, so I think, I think men probably gonna go more blitz heavy in this game than what we've seen from him in the past. I think so too. Like I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of like back and forth. I think he's going to, I think he's going to try to show a lot of different blitzes, but at the same time, I think he's going to try to, he's going to be throwing, he's going to show a lot of looks and pressures and not bring pressures because I think McCord rushes the ball a little too much. And I think he's going to try to drop into zones and try to confuse McCord. And I think he's going to be like, show a big blitz and then drop some guys in that blitz to see if they can confuse him and stuff like that. And And that's why Michigan's, I mean, they get a ton of interceptions. That's, yeah, that's when they so get I'm them. Expecting to see some of that, so you know, McCord just needs to be. He needs to. He needs to get rid of the ball fast, but he needs also to trust his offensive line a little bit. And sometimes mm-hmm. this year, when the line has been blocking pretty well for him, he doesn't trust the line and he gets rid of it too fast. And then you know, you notice that like Julian Fleming was literally open going down the sidelines and would have been six, or you know, a book is wide open, like so. You know, I'd like to see him pick some of that stuff up a little bit better, but so it's, it really comes down to the offensive line, especially the middle. These these da- defensive tackles, these are for real. This probably the best, you know, definitely since last year's Georgia game. But you don't have an offensive line like you had last year's no. Georgia game. So you know, this, this might be like the best set of tackles in the country. Yeah, I mean these are these are real tackles. I would argue that they probably are the best set of tackles, and you know. I, I I really like them. I definitely think that's they have a clear advantage on Ohio State there, but I think we have a clear advantage on our defensive ends on their tackles. So yeah. like you know, I think that's kind of uh, where we could possibly do some damage, you know, on the other side of it. And so, like I said, I think if those things hold up, I, I really like our chances. If if we get off schedule with some of that stuff, you know, then things get a little nerve wracking. It's not saying that we would lose the game, but I think that those defensive tackles, if the interior of our offensive line doesn't hold up, those defensive tackles could cause enough problems that would really put McCord back on his feet some. And that's- yeah, I mean, I, I would lose confidence. I think if early in the game, if like Ohio State went down by more than like 13 points at a time you know no i I would probably lose some confidence then because i just i think it would be it might the moment might be too big and too loud for mccord then yeah and you know with with this team is that if they get up by you on a couple scores that's got to be the ultimate goal you cannot get down by more than a touchdown to them because you know i would say maybe 10 you just start putting like with what they like to do, you just start really putting them into their comfort zone. Yeah, right, point. exactly. And, yeah. You know, and that forces that might force Noel's hand to be a little too aggressive, like last year. Yeah, and you know they're not going to give a crap if they go win this game, fourteen to ten. You know they they are hundred percent fine with that. And we should be uh, t- we should be too. We, I, we, I I'm sure Ryan Day deep down is, but. You don't want to be chasing them necessarily. Now, if we get the ball first and we can, we can kind of set the tone and go down early and score, you know, we could, we could put them on some pressure. If we could get them back on their feet a little bit, I would love to see what they kind of look like. They haven't really been challenged, you know, from, you know, trying to come up 
from behind by a significant behind, you know. Well, you know, yeah, I think they've only been down three. Yeah. So I don't I think if if Ohio State could get in a point where they're up ten and stuff, I really think, you know, they could do some things to them. I mean, I know they got up on them last year, but I think it's obviously with everything else, you know, some of that stuff's not gonna be involved this year. Well, last year, what they what were they up last year? Seven, seven to three, and then yeah, I think so. And then would have been what twenty to seventeen going into half, right? Yeah, yeah. So they, I yeah, mean, they so. were only up four early in the game, but yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I get what you're saying, and definitely, I mean that. I've said that the last couple of years, that should be Ohio state's goal. You like, you got to get up two scores on these guys, you know, two touchdowns and then you yeah. should be good, but it's not yeah. going to be easy. Yeah. Now I did no. notice though, and you might want to be saving it for Friday or you might've just forgot. There was a specific unit on the team that you did not mention is something that scares you. Oh, that scares <laughs> me too. I, I like to pretend they don't exist. Um, <laughs> Because it's something you you shouldn't you feel like special teams shouldn't scare you week to week, but I don't know, man. Like Jaden Ballard's got to field footballs. Yeah, it's just something new every week, man. And I mean, you can't live within your five against this Michigan team. No, you can't. They got to try. Well, and that puts pressure on Knowles. They he needs to he needs to get some three and outs in this game to where they're not kicking it from the 50 ish or around midfield and stuff. It is going to be a field position game. You know, when we're kicking the ball, like, I don't know, every kickoff needs to be touchbacks. Like, I'm sorry. And, yeah. uh, you know, hell punts touchbacks too, at this point, like, I, I don't care. Right. Like right. don't let them field it, but man, our, we gotta be cleaner on special teams. Jaden Ballard needs to go up and make some catches. And you know what? This might be the game where you have to put a Mecca back there again. Yeah. Uh, just, just to field them. Like, yeah, like say, you know what? If you don't want to run it, that's fine, but you got to feel the punts. Like we need, we need somebody that's got, you know, and you know, Ballard, when he's caught him, he's had sure hands. It's just, he must not he be just, sure of himself though. He just takes, there's been plenty of times where he needs to obviously run up and catch one. And yeah, we cannot let them pin us too many times in this game. We'll get pinned a few times and that's fine. It happens, you know, and we'll probably pin them a couple times and, you know, but we, yes, you're right. We cannot be living back there. And this is definitely where, you know, some people on the beat have talked about there's, everybody's nervous about there's going to be a special teams boo-boo that costs us a game. And, yeah that's probably ultimately the big concern is the special teams unit i mean I, i'm uh, right with you with concerns um that would probably be yes my three concerns it's special teams is one the interior of the offensive line is two and those are i think those are both significant because i think if both of those situations hold up i think mccord is fine it's when if McCord ends up feeling like that, you know, we just made a bad special teams play and he's got to go chase stuff or, you know, he's getting defensive tackle pressure in his face the whole game, you know, then his issues start coming into a fear, yeah. you know? So yeah, that's, that's where I'm saying going into the game. Yeah, that's, 
I, I like where we're at, but the, to be honest with ourselves, those are the concerns. And that's where I think you really have to watch what I, you know, real quick. And then we'll, we'll get off for tonight. The one thing I really, really love, and especially how he's been playing the last couple of weeks is that Trey Henderson coming into this game healthy. I think it's going to be a big deal. You know, he was dealing with a lot of, of the concussion issues two years ago. You know, he wasn't himself in that game and obviously he wasn't there last year. And I, he's, I mean, you see what that kid looks like being fully healthy. I mean, it's just sad what injuries kind of robbed him of because he would definitely, there would be no question. He'd be the best running back in the conference. And, you know, I mean, he's basically there now with missing a bunch of games, but mm-hmm. like, He'd be our, he'd be one of the best running backs, if not the best running back in the country. Like that's I agree with that. Yeah. And like, you know, I think that's, you know, Buckeye fans. I think we just have to realize that, that, you know, injuries sometimes, uh, they, they take their toll on people and he was one of them and that, but when you see how, what he looks like when he's healthy, that he's just a different dude. And I think, I think that could be a difference maker. You know, last year, both, Marv and Abuka got over a hundred yards. We still lost the game. You know, this year if we can get a, a competent running game with somebody like Trey. And to the point that if he's actually, Chip have like 80 yards in that game last year. Yeah. And that was like weird. Yeah. And then they kind of like went away from him in the second half. I don't know. That was, just, it was weird. Last year um, got away from him. You know, obviously it feels like Dallin's going to play this year. So I like a healthy Trey, Dallin, and Chip coming into this game. I, I like where they could be at. They could really mix it up running the ball, and they're going to do some of those pop passes and, you know, different things with uh, the orbit motions and stuff and to get some of the receivers involved. So I, I like where they're at. I think they have a lot of different options offensively, and some of that stuff could probably help slow down the defensive tackles a little bit. So they're not necessarily pending their ears, trying to come for McCord. So that's going to be important. Mm-hmm. We got to get some sort of running game established. And I think if they do that, if you force Michigan to play with some safeties up in the box. I think then, then I don't know how they beat us at that point. Like, I really think I like our receiving core against their secondary. Yeah. It, it, if you, and I think their secondary is good, but I think our receiving core is better. Oh, if, if you can set the tone with running the ball to pull them up and hit them with some play actions, then that you still keep those um, defensive tackles and linebackers at conflict. Yeah. They're, We'll cook them. I mean, that's, and I don't want to sound overly confident because, you know, we'll, we'll get into, this is just a teaser for Michigan, you know, to be continued. We'll get into more of what we feel good about, you know, as the week goes on. But yeah, if you're able to set the tone with the run game, this game's over because you're too good on the perimeter that they shouldn't be able to beat you with your receivers. Yeah. Alrighty. Like we said, it was going to be a fast one tonight, but uh, I think we'll call that a night and mm-hmm. uh, we'll come back later in the week. Um, before we get off, uh, you know, I hope everybody has a happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Uh, I know it's going to be a lot of people are going to have the, the pit of their stomachs are going to be very nerve wracking. Mine will too, but, uh, enjoy everybody's feast on Thursday. Uh, you know, don't skip over good meals because, uh, mm-hmm. everybody's stomachs are a little, uh, <laughs> a little worrisome. All right. Well, with that being said, thank you everyone for stopping out tonight to the Buckeye bar. I'm John. And I'm Mike. Oh, wait. I owe.